Hey guys, welcome to the Tangents Podcast. Uh, this is Phil, and this week I've oh, been chatting to Abe Suara. Um, they are a really great singer-songwriter from Limerick, and um, we got to chat about their childhood, um, about identifying as non-binary and changing their name, and what the, the meaning behind the, the name is. Um, and we also ch- chat about rabbits and uh, shooting music videos and what the future what the future plans are for Abe. Um, so it was really, I had a really great time chatting with them and uh, you'll see in the episode as well that I'm, I'm very keen for Abe to get a support slot for Dermot Kennedy when he plays in Limerick and if, if there's anyone who can help with that, that would be great. Because I think Abe would be perfect for it. Absolutely perfect. And they would really deserve it and put on a great show. So, um, yeah, if anyone's got any contact for Dermot Kennedy, let him know uh, that when he plays in Limerick, Abe Swear should be the one out there supporting. And, yeah, so any help with that, greatly appreciate it, guys. And um, also when we were recording the episode we were doing it on zoom and there was a couple of times this has been cut from the episode now i've edited it out like there's a couple of times where there was this really really uh freaky glitch um where the screen kind of started bouncing around and our faces were, <laughs> were melding together and uh yeah it was very unsettling so we had to pause a few times to try and get that fixed, but um, ended up having chats about the supernatural and things like that. Then in between, all this is gone now, but if you hear, there's a couple of times when um, Abe is saying to me, you know, oh, well, Philip, I thought you weren't into that kind of spiritual stuff and everything. That's the background to that is because our zoom call was haunted basically and i think probably bono is behind it because he's come in for a bit of a stick there on the last few episodes and um i'm thinking might have got back to him and he i don't know he's haunting my podcast now haunting my zoom calls but um yeah that's the reason that's the reason for that if you're wondering what's going on um, that was the the inside inside scoop is that we were um, haunted. We had a ghost appearing during the chat, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. But I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed it, and appreciate uh, Abe taking the time out to chat with me. And I hope you all enjoyed too. Okay, thanks. Well, uh, Abe, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you, man? I'm good as well, thanks. And thank you for yeah. doing this. Well, thank you for having me on. It's great yeah. crack. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's been great. I'm very so famous being on a podcast. It's class. Yeah. Have you done any podcasts before? There was a live podcast in the record room, the Limerick Lady podcast oh. with Emma Langford. Yeah, that was yeah. a couple of weeks ago. How was that? Yeah, it was class. It was really, really good. Yeah, I got to perform a few songs and she was asking me questions and it was good crack. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And who there was uh Sharon Slater, was it? And yourself? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was talking about uh, feminism and all that. Yeah, from a historical yeah. perspective, like. Yeah, and all like Limerick people, basically unreal Limerick women in the past that did like really fake you to the men kind of thing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, badass women, to be honest. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping um to have Emma on this podcast as well uh soon. I think mm. think, she, think she's going away to Kansas playing a bit of music yeah. soon. And when she comes back, I'm hoping to have her on for a chat. So that would yeah. be cool. I can get some podcast tips off her as well. Emma Sound, she's yeah. so nice. Yeah, yeah. She um she gave me a lot of help when I moved into the city first. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was learning how to do the whole music thing. I um, yeah. I just wanted to know what the crack was with it, like you know, and how do I get where you are, kind of thing, you know. So before I ever ever got a place in the city, we met up for coffee, and I brought my little notebook, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, she's a yeah. good mentor." What can I do to get where you are, kind of thing, you know? Mm, yeah, legend. And um, so I just wanted to start off there and ask you, when did you start playing music and when did you know it was something you wanted to do? I started playing music when I was like nine. Actually, the first um, instrument I ever took up was the banjo. Oh, nice. Yeah, the trad banjo. Uh, yeah, my parents were just mad for me to get into trad, like, you know, and they said um, banjo was like... Yeah. Instrument I ever took up was the banjo, and so yeah, there was a beginner's class, and yeah. then there was a class. And I was a, a pure cocky little young one, you know. I thought my hand, I put my hand to anything, and I'd be better than all the boys, you know. I yeah. wanted to be that person, I always hated to be told, like, oh, especially with hurling and stuff as well. I was mad into that too, you know. I always wanted to be better <laughs> than the boys at everything you know so I was in this uh, beginner's bar on class anyways with a lot of young fellas around me and they were a good few years younger than me now you know yeah I'm sure I was there playing the tunes and I thought I was blowing them out the water which I was you know and all I was was surrounded by a load of really bad bar on players not bar on as I banjo players and just rubbing their snots all over me like stupid little young fellas and I just wanted to be in the class that was better do you know yeah so that was the reason I gave up the banjo anyway I know you didn't ask but (laughs) um yeah then I took up the guitar because I don't know why I was drawn to it but I just I wanted to play more poppy songs I suppose yeah, and then what, I took that. What would, what would you have been listening to back then? Like, who who would have been your inspirations? Um, that young, I didn't really know much music. My my parents would like listen to the Eagles. My mother would be mad into the Eagles, and my father would be mad into Christy Moore. You know, but they were never like mad music heads. There was never like an unreal diverse amount of genres. Writing your own music. When I first started learning the guitar, I suppose I was around 10. And then just around that time, I'd start to like try and play songs that were on the radio or that were popular at the time. And I would put my own lyrics over melodies of songs that were already 
there. Do you know, yeah. I remember doing it to the song. Um, this just stands out in my head of because you got a bad day, you're taking one down that song. And yeah. I put I put all my own lyrics over it when I was, I don't know, young enough, maybe 10 or 11. And I remember showing it to my mom and she was so like supportive and was like, yeah, that's unreal, do you know. That's so cool. I remember I remember it being a positive thing from the get go, like yeah, you know? yeah. That's that's cool. Um, um, were you? Did you grow up in Limerick? I did. Well, not in the city, Newcastle West. Okay, yeah, yeah. In Newcastle West, but it's actually Castle Mahan. It's yeah. a village like five minutes outside Newcastle West. Yeah, out in the countryside. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, so when, when... a lot of farms around me now. A lot of farmers. There'd be a lot of farms around me. I oh, yeah. wouldn't want to like leave the windows open or anything because the smell of slurry would go into your clothes. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the same. That's the same where I live now. We're just surrounded by farms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So um, when I when I would have first seen you play, I saw you and saw you in the commercial. Um, you were you were going by the name Abby Butler. Hmm. And now you've changed to Absuare. Um, so could you just talk a little bit about that and how that came about? Yeah, Absuare. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I even realized the video I put on Instagram, I'm uh, pronouncing my own second name wrong. It's meant to sound like a party, like a, a soiree. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a is is kind of the way that's how I remember how to say it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was going underneath my own name, Abby Butler, for, I suppose, a few years. But there was something about it that didn't reflect the transformation I feel like I've gone through. Um, I started going to therapy with an unreal fella, Billy Mann, and he just kind of, as I was struggling with mental health and stuff, and he kind of just blew my perceptions wide open about myself yeah. and the world, you know? Yeah. And... With that, my music has changed and I can't imagine even writing the same sort of songs that I have released so far. I just feel like I'm constantly changing in the whole lot. And with Abby Butler, I just felt like it really didn't reflect me anymore because I felt like I'd changed so much, do you know? Yeah. The name kind of has a few different meanings for me. So Abe Suare, the Abe part for me is just kind of it just reminds me of honest Abe like Abraham Lincoln and all that I don't know why it just popped into my head but a part of that reflected therapy and starting to be honest with myself you know because I remember when I started going to therapy first I had so many walls built up and I didn't want to let anyone in at all till my heart was awful closed you know and with that I wasn't honest with myself or who I was I didn't have a clue who I was not saying I know who I am now or you know you who you are or anything we're always trying to find that which I don't think is a thing but anyways it is a part of me that I'm um coming to terms with the fact that I also came out as non-binary as well yeah and I like the way that it's not too far away from Abby Abe I yeah. feel like kind of unisex name and I just I feel more comfortable with it on stage and as a persona anyway yeah I don't know if you call it a persona but 
just a stage name. I feel like it sounds cool. So that's the reason behind the the Abe anyways. Yeah. And the Suare is uh, my own Romanian name. So I was born in Romania. Um, I was adopted over to Irish parents. My, my parents now, Mary and Jerry yeah. Butler. What, and what, what age were you when you came I was, uh, I was six months old. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Six, seven months old. Yeah, when I came over to Ireland. But um, yeah, so my Romanian name is Suare. And I found out on a random night out in Dolans that uh, Suare means uh, son. S-U-N. Yeah. It's like, this is so savage. I can't, <laughs> I can't not do something with this because I was looking for a new artist name, something to reflect the change that I've been through. Yeah. The, I don't know, cheesiness. I don't know if it's cheesy, but like saying darkness into light, that's kind of what it feels like for me, you know, because I was just so lost and I'm just, I feel better in myself now, like, you know. Yeah, um, that, that reflects the sun, the soiree, and I feel like I'm well able to help other people now, you know, and just be more of a kind, compassionate human and just like be more loving and spread light yeah. to people, you know. That's that's what I want to do, and that's what I want to do with my songs as well, you know. Yeah. So I just feel like it's a, it's a perfect name, you know. Abe's, I just think it sounds cool as well. Abe Suarez together. I think it flows well. I really, really like it. it is, I love it. it is mm. Yeah. And um, how did you find um, Billy Madden? Your how, how did I find him? Yeah. Um, my mom actually found him on Facebook. Okay. Just yeah. Do you know a typical mother on Facebook? Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> Leaving comments on some randomers' posts, a big long paragraph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um that's good yeah, to, like, to find um a good therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that, what kind of um therapy was he doing? Was it like cognitive behavioral or no, no, it's uh life coaching really. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's more so about veering away from psychology and putting labels on things it's more about finding your own self and your own yeah. love within you know what I mean because yeah. I had awful I mean I'm still trying to love myself more and more each day but like self-esteem for me was a the big thing I didn't I didn't believe in myself at all to yeah. go and do not one bit did I do you know I um and just even with looking at myself in the mirror, you know, I didn't even like that either, what I saw, you yeah. know. It just, it seems so irrational. But what Billy Mann helped me see is actually how great I am, you know, and I'm not afraid to say that anymore, you know. No, that's brilliant. Fair play. Hmm. That's great. Um. So I want to ask you next about uh, that rabbit that's been appearing with you. <laughs> hazelnut the bunny. Yeah, uh, what's the story there? Who's Hazelnut the bunny? <laughs> so, um, whatchamacallit, my, you know Shane Wixit? Shane, the 
is he producer or he owns a launch pad in okay in, yeah 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 studio he's helped me out anyways we've become friends since um i went, moved into the city but uh dave o'brien helped shane build the studio dave's girlfriend ev owns hazelnut the bunny yeah and before i ever met ev i was following hazel on tiktok okay. anyway because like hazel just has a tiktok one. yeah is <laughs> not the bunny has about a few million likes on TikTok, and okay. I'm just yeah, getting straight down here. Okay, is not on the podcast. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'd hop on. Yeah, oh, that was awful. That yeah. was awful. <laughs> You're gonna cut that out. That that one's getting edited out. That's getting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, is not the bunny. Yeah. Just we we had um we had a bunny Jesus about ten years ago or so. Um Ted Ted was his name. But um mm. he he was like I saw your pictures with Hazen and stuff. She looked fairly chill, like Ted was insane. Um he just ate everything, like ate skirting board and he tore through cables and but, but you know, like if you went over to a dog to your dog or something and they know what they've done something bold. Yeah. They'd, yeah. they'd be like, oh shit. But like Ted would just look at you going, what are you gonna do about it, man? Come on. Mm. <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah. <laughs> was that was that your money, was it? Or yeah, yeah. We had myself and my wife, it was like first pet we got. Yeah. Yeah, we got the bunny and then it's been dogs ever since. Yeah. Did they ever um uh stomp their back legs? Yeah. When they got thick, like yeah, yeah, that was his whole thing. Yeah. Like, anytime yeah. you tried to like stop him eating something like a skirting board or whatever, like he'd slam down his legs and just be like, Come on, man, what you gonna do? Mm. <laughs> That's they're actually cheeky also. And there's a rumor going around you're supporting Dermot Kennedy, is that true? No. No. Where did you hear this? Oh, no, I I just kind of made it up there now, to be honest. You just made it up. Yeah, yeah. Just getting it going. Go away. <laughs> just putting it out yeah, that's, there. That's kind of like how things um happen. Is that it? That's Is it. That you can manifest it. Just put it out there in the universe. And I thought you didn't believe in all the spiritual woo stuff, Philip. I don't really, but uh, do you know, with your power, with your power and my scepticism, it might just happen. I'm weak. Ah, oh, that's gas. No, you got me there now, Philip. I thought I thought um, that was actually a thing. Like, Look, no. It's starting here. Um, the room we're in. Um, how, oh, yeah. I saw that you went on the valley retreat mm, view of the valley yeah how was that ah that was unreal that was some experience yeah got to meet so many cool people like uh john doherty from little hours yeah, yeah. Really good buddies like uh lloyd john i never like met lloyd before i'd only ever uh heard of him and seen him around on social media and stuff like but he's such a nice lad and so how does it work? Like, and I'm supporting him in Dolan's as well. You are supporting him. Yeah, I'm supporting him in Dolan's. Yeah, the second. Oh, February. second February. Okay, 
it's only a week or so. Nice. You've you've um who has you were supporting was it Gemma Hayes? No, no. Oh no, sorry, Wallace Bird. Yeah. Ah, yeah, uh, uh, don't remind me. I have a I have a poster up of the gig poster there on my wall. There. Do you want to see it? One. Actually, no, my friend's an absolute trash heap. No, no, not no. showing you that. Okay. I can, no, I, but, can, uh, I can imagine. I, that was that was very surreal. Like, I chased after that gig. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, nobody handed me that. And they, uh, no one handed me that. I I absolutely accosted the Dolans. <laughs> 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 it's like. As Neil, and um, I kind of a little voice in my head was like, Don't go up to Neil uh, outside <laughs> his place of work and go begging for a gig. And I did, and I would have never had the balls to do that before. And when I did, he actually patted me on the back for it. He was like, I forget what he said. He said, uh, Shy baby gets no candy or something like that. All right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that that's how to do it. That's we know what to do now with Dermot Kennedy. So we got to cost him somewhere. There you go. Is Dermot going to hear this? Is he? Um. Yeah, he's one of my main supporters, main listeners. Really? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get it to him somehow. Okay. Yeah, go on. So. Yeah. yeah. I have a funny story about Dermot Kennedy with my friend. Yeah. Go on. Uh, Jesse, you want to hear it? Like. Yeah, yeah. Go on. That's <laughs> I suppose that's why the podcast is a thing. Yeah. Um uh my friend Maka on the Iron Islands is the biggest Dharma Kennedy fan, like huge crush, loves him. Yeah. And whatchamacallit, she was going running one day in her pajamas because she lives in the island and like she can go mm. running in the middle of it in her big fluffy pajamas and no one is going to run into her. Yeah. But the one that she was running with her fluffy pajamas and she was all sweaty and rotten. And then she bumps into Dermot Kennedy. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. the story is longer, but yeah. Did she did she, did she get a picture yeah. with him? No, she actually pretended she didn't know him then. Uh, okay. She was so mortified, like, yeah. Yeah. He's over with his aunt or something. <laughs> the aunt was like, Oh Maka, there's Dermot, say hi. And Maka pretended not to know him because she was so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it'd be great for Maka if you could get this support slot. Yeah, I don't know where this uh, magical support slot is happening, but oh yeah, look, we'll see. It's happening somewhere, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the uh, the gigs you were playing there recently, the city stages. Hmm. Tree Ireland city stages, yeah. Yeah, what what's what's the story with them? Uh it's just a competition for buskers basically. It's kind of hmm a fast track to find the best buskers and give mm-hmm. them a chance to open for the biggest acts in maybe the Tree Arena or the Olympia, you know, and I just said I had to enter it because I my dream is to play in the Olympia Theatre. It's my like dream venue. Yeah, so and I said that to them, and I made it very, very clear that this is my, this is my goal. Like you know, I just love it. It's so class. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the great venue. Yeah, I just that's my that's my goal anyway. 
So and this is your new thing now. It's just that is a chance to, to win that. Much you want. I did my 20 minute busking set and good crack. Yeah. Yeah. So what? And mm. do people like do people vote um, online kind of, or is it done with judges? I think it's done with judges. I don't know anymore, anyways, about okay. that. So you can't be like asking people to throw out a vote for me there. No. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. What about uh, your new song, Oasis? Mm, it's getting such a good reception. Yeah, um, it's getting a great reception. I'm over the moon, but just, I never, I suppose I'm going, I was going to say I never expected such a reaction, but I have been doing a lot of support slots and getting my name out there and putting in the work, and I'm just yeah. happy that it, it's paid off, that I've, you know, yeah, I suppose put in the work and that people are there and supporting me and getting behind me and everyone in Limerick City and it's just it's class like. Yeah, it is. It's, but it's, it's class. It is getting a good it's a great song though. Really and, resonate with the song, but at the end of the day, I am happy with the song myself, you know, and whatever comes after that is is a bonus, you know. Yeah. That's that's the way I want to be. I'm getting more confident in myself that I'm not looking for every two seconds how many streams does a song have you know to make me feel good about myself you know yeah you're, you're creating it for for yourself like you don't need the yeah. validation I mean I always created the songs for myself and to get something out or whatever to use it as a bit of a therapy myself but like um in regards to using it as a dopamine hit for how well the song does to make me feel good about myself. I don't really do that as much anymore. And I think that's the right way to go yeah, because it's, uh, as you were talking about the three Ireland thing there, um, they obviously pay to push the TikTok videos of, of my set or whatever on the three Ireland page. And like I was getting, because it was reaching such a wide audience of like 70, 80,000 people then of course you have your hate comments as well, do you know? Yeah. yeah. And that was they were actually laughable, do you know? Mm. But if that actually I got called a, an autistic chimpanzee in one of the comments. Yeah. Just <laughs> which, bags. Yeah, which they're they're dopey things and just stupid, and the people that are writing them have nothing else to be doing with their time. But if that was me a few years ago, it would have. Taking that completely to heart, you know. Yeah. Trying to separate both the positive comments and the negative comments, and add a pinch of salt to both of them, you know, yeah. and be happy with what I'm putting out there myself. Yeah. You know? uh, when you when you decided to like come out as non-binary, was that something you were worried about? Um, I was a little bit fearful about like. The people closest to me, especially, of what way they'd take it, you know, like my family and stuff. But they they don't mind at all. At all, it's it's a hard thing for the language transition, and I'm never ever going to get annoyed with people if they slip up or whatever. But yeah, I'm getting more confident in like being able to correct someone, you know. Yeah. And I think that in itself might be a little bit of a taboo. Sometimes as well, because it's pure like, oh, who do they think they are saying yeah. their language? 
it's important to respect people as well. I know myself, if someone came up and was like, I want to be called an alien, I'd just be like, yeah, no bother. I don't, I don't mind whatever makes you feel comfortable, you know? So that's the only way I look at it. But I'm still, I'm never going to walk into a room and, and demand things or get uh, really offended if someone misgenders me or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really my close friends and family that I look to be respected and it's happened for me. So I'm happy out with that yeah. part of my life. And you'd probably know, you'd probably know yourself anyway when someone is genuinely trying their best and then when someone's just being a dick, like. Mm, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sorry, we'll go back to the song there, the the video. Where um where did you shoot that? When like the the scenes when you're up the hills and on the beach and everything. Yeah, uh the hill was in Mayo and I can't remember the name of the hill. Um yeah, I'm gonna I'm drawing a blank now. But uh <laughs> the waterfall was up in Largy Point, up in Donegal. Oh, if you type it into Google the waterfall is just called secret waterfall so oh, yeah. I, I go up to Donegal all the time like um every summer and Christmas it's beautiful oh, yeah. yeah my sister-in-law is from Donegal so we meet like my brother and shout out to my brother and his wife they live in South Korea <laughs> um so whenever they come home they go to Donegal and we go up to visit them oh nice one yeah, and it's so beautiful up there. Yeah, you should try find that waterfall now because I'm gonna find the secret waterfall definitely. Yeah, now that's it. Like you type in secret waterfall into Google, that's what pops up. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna recreate the video. Yeah, do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But... It's a bit of a waste of red wine now, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and what made you go like up to Donegal? Let's say, is it? Do you have a choice in that, or is it just? Um... We just wanted a really class waterfall. Okay. Because uh, when I was writing the song, in my head, I imagined a, a desert. You know, because the song is about wanting a bit of a relief or a break in a tough time. You know. Yeah. So that's why in the song, the production of it by Ben Wanders, he's class Limerick City producer. Um, he added in the nice little wah guitars and stuff, you yeah. know, on the sides to make it feel like a westerny kind of almost, you know, deserty kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was the image in my mind anyway. So I was looking for an oasis, a break. Okay. So that's why once I said the story to Brian, then he was like, "Okay, class, we should try find waterfalls," you know. Yeah, and then we were looking around, and then we found this one. We were like, we can't go anywhere else, even though it's dangerous to get in there and all that. We were like, this is it, and this is what I imagined in my mind as well. Yeah. Something that looked exactly like that, you know. We barely got the shot as well. Uh, we almost got trapped inside there. <laughs> <laughs> so, just a warning to whoever's yeah. listening. Uh, please look up before you go there about the tide times and stuff, because you really need to go at low tide because yeah. you need to scrapes along the side of a cliff to get into this cave thing yeah. where the waterfall is you know and it can fill up very quickly so we only barely got in there for five minutes to get the one shot and it was the best feeling ever it was kind of like because the song is obviously really emotional to me mm. so it just felt like this shot was 
throw myself on the ground and that yeah. was it. You know? Yeah. All of that. Okay, so we're back. Um, We got thrown out of the Zoom room, so that's what happened and you were only just talking at the end there, you were finishing off about the magical waterfall. Then you go. And magical. Yeah, and just warning people to check the tides if you're going recreating Abby's video there like that'd be class it'll start a trend yeah <laughs> and, yeah. and I was just going to ask you about um, you signed with Welcome to the New World yeah they helped me with management um, which I badly need as we were talking about anyways that like to try and go away and get everything done for yourself as an artist is so hard to like write the music and then be booking gigs for yourself and then try and promote your music and everything. It's just too much. So the lads are helping me. And like, to be fair, since they've started helping me, I've been doing much better with like the artist, um, like the new logo and stuff, you know, yeah. and just making everything more cohesive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but like, me as a person trying to think of loads of things to do in the future and big plans I find it hard to break them down into bite-sized chunks to do throughout the week so the lads help me with that and they're unreal to be fair to them That's yeah. Great. yeah um and I had a question here from someone on Instagram DC he wants he wants to know why don't you like noise rock <laughs> uh DC I'm sorry. I mean, I'd like to be open-minded, but noise music is just noise to me. I can't, I can't open my mind to it. I wish I could, you know, because I've opened my mind to so many different genres of music. I always said I didn't like country music or I didn't like heavy metal, but I can kind of see <laughs> and appreciate all music now, except for noise, because like it just it goes after the name of it, like it's noise. <laughs> Does nothing for yourself. This is nice, like. And I've another question here from a D Kennedy, wondering if you'd support them in the summer. Dermot Kennedy. I think that's who it is, D Kennedy. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, that that one's a spoof. No, that didn't actually happen. Philip, you can't be doing that to me, Philip. Oh, you fallen for that twice. Oh my god. So you said that he listened to the podcast. You can't be doing that. Like, sure, how am I meant to know? Yeah. <laughs> how am I meant to know who's your friends like? <laughs> um so come here. Oh, tell me tell me what does uh what's the plan for the year ahead like in terms of what what you want to be releasing and things. Uh, I have a few songs lined up with Ben, the end of the Carnetto. Yeah. Um, I'm recording this month coming in Camden Studios from winning the Mike the Pies competition so that's going to be savage getting to go up there and like actually be in a studio that's uh, so many of the greats have been in like it's fucking it's amazing yeah and I mean a lot of people have been asking me for the end of the Carnetto song so yeah very excited to go up there mm, okay. yeah that's like like what I was known as for a while. <laughs> That's the only song people knew. <laughs> Are you the end of the Cornetto one? <laughs> Are you the Cornetto? So, yeah, you all got... I want is 
to be honest, is Cornet ought to sponsor me or something, do you know? Yeah. Yeah. That- or like at least give me a lifetime supply of Cornettos. Shout out, shout out to Cornetto. Um, yeah, I've definitely helped with um advertising there. How would the sponsorship lads and sponsor my podcast as well? <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, I mean, do you not do you not think though that that would be an unreal jingle for them? Yeah, they, they, like they should be getting on board with that. 100%. I mean, I was thinking of looking up all right and go chasing. If you go chasing after it with the same vigor, with everything. Well, like, you, uh, it's working. After the third gig, then yeah, you should it's, be it's able to. You. You know? You'll get the Olympia. Yeah. Uh, you'll get the Cornetto gig and you'll get the Dermot Kennedy gig. It's close. I mean, you fair made me believe that Dermot Kennedy's. Oh, you're, you're a little Scott, you, Philip. Uh, <laughs> so, come here. If you're going doing a video now uh, and you're looking for a waterfall, there's a waterfall there near me up in the Clare Glens. Yeah, I was looking at that, all right. Yeah. But um, it's a bit it's dangerous. A bit, I mean, they're all kind of dangerous, but. <laughs> yeah. The reason we went to the Largy Point one is uh, you'd be able to stand under it, you know, and actually walk into it with the film equipment and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah, but the Clare Glens one is pure, like, you have to get fully immersed in the water, you know? Yeah, room the equipment. Yeah, you'd have to jump in. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so. But look, if you are going up there, give me a shout and uh, I'll get you a cup of tea or something before you go. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice one. And sure, look, I'll probably see you around Limerick anyway. Yeah, I'll go for an old cup of tea or coffee or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, thanks. Up to the apartment. Yeah, I uh, want to see that poster. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Wallace Bird one. So thanks a million for doing this. Uh, thank you so much, man. It's unreal. Yeah. yeah. It was great chatting with you and um we'll do it again sometime when um you've reached one of your goals, the Olympia or something. Yeah. I mean you already said I'm a good manifester, so I'm gonna try my best. Yeah. You know, the tarot cards, you, you have you have been doing some good manifesting. You don't believe in it, Philip. You don't believe in it. <laughs> I'll see to. I'll see I'll see what happens next and then I'll start to believe.